And now, ladies and gentlemen, it's the Ed and Bob Show, number 135. Good morning. 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 Hey, Mr. Bradley, how you doing, sir? Doing great, pal. How are you? Uh, I'm tap dancing around the floor here and uh, having a good time. Well, good. So, um, you still but got all is well. How's your beard? You know, uh, I shaved it uh, down a little bit, so uh, oh, it's not quite what it was, but, uh, <laughs> you know, the, the wife doesn't want me to shave it, which is weird because you'd think uh, your family would go, oh, my God, what are you doing? But it's, uh, I call it my pandemic beard. And um, at some point, I'm sure I'll have to get rid of it, but you know. Yeah. Well, I did shave. Yeah, I shave. Oh, you did? Yeah. You're straightening up? Yeah. I look You're going to try to be respectable and all that? I look good. All the, girl, <laughs> all the girls say, wow, you Ooh. look so young. They never say that to me. Well, you got <laughs> Hey, everybody, this is the Ed and Bob Show. I'm Bob. He's Ed. Ed Brantley uh, on the other side of the mic there, uh, alive and well. We are having a good time and uh, here we are in June uh, well midway through June almost Ed and uh, how's everything at your house oh everything's good everything's good uh, you know I'm healthy my wife's still working making money so Ooh. it's always a good thing me and the dog <laughs> we, we hang out and eat and there you go <laughs> uh, I mean uh, your dog's name I don't know why it escapes me uh, Sadie Sadie Oh Sadie, my God. Sadie, oh, my buddy. Loud, she'll come running. Oh, I bet. Yeah, no yeah. question about it. Yeah. Well, good. Well, I'm glad everything's well there. We're doing a good here in our neck of the woods. Our pandemic dog, uh, as I speak, is looking out the window. She always mm -hmm. on the hunt for a squirrel or a rabbit. If they dare step into the yard, she is there yes. for protection. Wow. Can't be, <laughs> can't beat that, buddy. No, you can't at all. All right, let's get this show started, Ed. If you're ready, let's get into some news. Okay. Got some news going on here. You know, uh, you know Todd Napier. Yes, Todd. Love Todd. What a great guy. Oh, I know it. He was, uh, he is, uh, was in charge. Development of the Corporation. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Well, they've let him go. What? And, yeah, Mayor Glenn Jacobs and the Knoxville mayor. India King Cannon have they're going to move the development corporation into the chamber partnership. So CEO Mike Odom of the chamber is going to take us over. So, oh my we're God, we're going to miss you, Todd. I didn't know that. I mean, uh, I'm sorry on the surface of that. I just think that's a terrible idea. I do too. But you know, they, they, there's not a lot of property in Knox County to develop for industry. Not any more. You know, Birchie got rid of a lot of yeah. uh, what they did on it. It was not development property necessarily, yeah. um, like rural out there, rural high school. I don't. If if somebody would finally get something done, if you and I had gotten into office, we'd have gotten something done with rural high school. Um, mm -hmm. But that's a mess over there. But but um, I did not know that about Todd. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. So we wish him well. Yes. We'll miss you, Todd. What That's a great true. guy. And 178 healthcare workers were suspended from Houston Methodist Hospital System. You know why? No, I don't. They, they didn't get their COVID-19 vaccination. So they just uh, said, okay, folks, we told you to get the vaccination. You didn't do it. So hit the road. Well, let me ask you a question. This brings up something that I've asked my wife several times because I said, this is going to end up being in court. Um, 
the HEPA rules, right? Um, you know, say you can't t ask anybody about their medical conditions, health conditions, things like that. So how does that telling somebody they got to have a vaccination for COVID? How does that jive with? I mean, the HIPAA rules. How does that jive? You know, I, I don't know because, uh, you know, that they say that you don't have to wear a mask if you've been fully vaccinated. But that yeah. that's that has a problem with the HIPAA rules, too, yeah. because suddenly they know, you know, the people know whether you've been vaccinated or not, which is your own business. Sure. So it, that's true. And, and it, it goes both ways. So I think it's just another part of the federal government getting in your mind and getting in control. And this and this and this vaccination card. Oh, man, I, I think that's a horrible thing because yeah. they're going to require it to travel. You know, you've got to have, what is it on the driver's license? You got to get a heart or something like that. I, I don't think that's ever going to fly, but I you could be wrong. So? I, I don't think so, but hell, Ed, I, I can't believe Joe Biden's president. So, um, uh -huh. uh, but, <laughs> so, but I don't understand. I mean, I think somebody's going to eventually take this to court and it, they won't, you can't win it. How does an employer say you can't come in this office if you haven't been vaccinated? Well, well if, they never said, hey, if you don't have a vaccination against the mumps, uh, you can't come to work. Well, how about all of a sudden have we changed uh, for something else? I just think it's a Pandora's box. I, I agree with you. And I do remember uh, kids being told they can't come to school unless they've been vaccinated or if they haven't had their shots or something. So that, that does happen. Yeah. Well, uh, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. All right, Ed, uh, listen, I, before we get out of the news here, um, June 10th, you know what day uh, we, it just passed us? You know what we were celebrating on June 10th? You should know. June 10th. What my anniversary, was it? No. Uh, no, not that. It was Thursday, June 10th. Yeah. What, what was it? It's hmm. National Ice Tea Day. <laughs> <laughs> You remember that place? Where was it in Georgia? We stopped at that place. That was incredible. It was the uh, sweet, uh, or uh, is sweet, sweet tea capital of the world? World, I know it. That's where it was invented. And it, we were standing there in the picture, and it, there's this high, a thing of iced tea that's like <laughs> 30 feet high. Guess, guess what I'm drinking right now. I know what you're drinking, sweet tea. Tea, that's right. That's, right. <laughs> that's why I had to mention it. Now, June 14th is going to be Flag Day. Because, yeah. uh, and I've always got my flags flying, but flag day is June 14th. So whatever flag you want to wave, wave it and be proud. Well, if I had a flagpole, I don't think mm. they allow us to have flagpoles in this community. I don't know. I wouldn't live in that too. neighborhood. Well, All right, we got to get into the questions, right. Ed. We got, we got to move along. We can't sit right here and dilly-dally. We got to get your okay. question right. of okay. the day going. What is it? Is it okay with you if the University of Tennessee adds baseball to Neyland Stadium? Whoa. Well, I hadn't thought of here, that. Here, it would fit. The, you could do it. Yeah, here's the deal. You know, the pro teams, they normally started out playing in multi-use stadiums. So sure, they would, football the stadiums. Stadium, yeah, yeah, the stadium would have football and it would have a baseball, depending mm -hmm. on what type of year it was, time of the year. Right. And uh, I remember watching the, the offensive line go through the pitcher's mound or something. But yes, I, I remember that. And, and you know, it, it's the college. We're not in the college World Series, but they're doing those super playoffs. 
And yeah. unfortunately, I think the, the stadium that we use, which it, it's pretty, but it's way outdated. Way outdated. Oh, Tennessee's uh, stadium for baseball is the worst in the Southeastern Conference. Exactly. N no and questions. Not anything has changed in that since the day they opened it, and that's been a lot of years ago. That's a great idea. Did you come up with that, or did you read that somewhere? Uh, no, I happened to come up with it. I love that because, you, you know, it would fit to put a baseball field inside Neyland Stadium. Yeah. It could, it could, it could work. I think yeah. that's a hell of an idea. That's that's all right. Let's get busy on that. Brantley's, <laughs> Brantley's got another great idea. I mean, Colts for the cold, and now baseball in Neyland Stadium. But I'm I'm writing it down right now. I think it's a heck of an idea. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Okay. I like it. Okay. All right. I'll go for it. All right, I got a question for you, Ed. You, but my dog quit. It's kind of brought a toy in here, squeaking a toy. It's okay. We like it. All right, would you buy an electric car? Yes, I would. Can you see yourself owning one? or? I would buy an electric pickup truck. I Do think they have that like, yet? Yeah, Ford has it. Really? I think they've got two models. They've got a Ranger that sells uh, will sell for $19,995. Really? Less, yeah, less than $20,000, a Ranger pickup truck. Now, it's a little truck, but it's yeah. all electric. And then you have the F-150. They have a model that's all electric, mm -hmm. and uh, I think that's the way it's going. I, I think in the years to come, there won't be any more gasoline cars. Well, you may be right. Don't they have like a 2035 uh, target date to be mostly electric uh, vehicles in the U.S. or something? I think so, but I, I don't know the dates and things. But I do, you know, I have a, my car is not all electric, but it is a hybrid. You've got a hybrid. Yeah, I love it. I didn't it. know that. Yeah. And when, okay. it, and when you, you know, when you back up that those electric motors on the wheels, they yeah. sound like a thousand uh, insects. You know, it just makes, <laughs> <laughs> it makes a whining noise. I guess so people will know you're coming. I don't know, but it's uh, yeah, I, I love it. I'm getting up to forty miles to a gallon. No way. You know, yeah. my son has a Tesla. Mm -hmm. And he was trying to drive it across the country, he was thinking about it, and he had to plan it out because you can go about he can go about 350 miles in between charges yeah. but a lot of the hotels that he was going to stay at this is pre pre covid really um they um a lot of the hotels now have charging units and when you reserve your hotel room you reserve one of the charging units yeah so I that you can charge overnight yeah, I see them on the road all the time, and they seem to be doing well. They, they, you know, there's not as many fires and accidents with them anymore as there was before. But no, I don't know. I'm getting pretty old. But well, they, his know. is self-driving, which oh, um, yeah. it was. It was, uh, it was a $3,000 add-on. Now it's a $14,000 add-on. <gasps> but his car will change lanes doing 60 miles an hour and, and, and stuff like that. It, I've, I've ridden with him. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, no, so, that's probably I probably need that. <laughs> well, and that, that's what the, and that's what they're going to eventually have. Where you, let's say somebody that shouldn't be driving, uh, <laughs> th they could get in their car and say, uh, take, uh, take me home. And it will take them home as long as they keep their hands on the wheel. But you're not really you know, doing all the driving. Now, it won't work. Uh, it won't pass muster with drunk drivers because well, it just, you can't do that. But there are people that as they're getting older, this is something that's possibly something that 
um, you know, they'll be looking at. And this is something maybe we should do a show on down the road. That's a good idea. All right. So, Ed, tell everybody what's um, coming up, and then you've got a sponsor of the day. Okay. Well, come. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not much. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, the, the, our topic of the day, will machines replace doctors? Hmm. And probably machines are going, or some type of machines going to replace us all sometime sooner or later. That's yeah. been going on for a long time. Mm-hmm. So my my uh, sponsor of the day is it's a restaurant, it's a grill actually, and it's called Tommy's on the Grove, and it's mm. in Loudoun County. And if you've ever been to Wright's Cafeteria on Middlebrook Pike, you know how good that homemade food is. Ooh, and how it is. Well, that's that's a lot like Tommy's. But Tommy's is not open in the evenings. They are open on uh, weekends, but they're, they're mainly a breakfast and lunch there. And you'll find all these people from Teleco Village and Loudoun and Lenore City in there. And uh, they're real great people. And the guy who owns the thing, Tommy, he was a dear friend of Claude Tomlinson. Oh, okay. His boat and Claude's boat were head-to-head at the Fort Loud Marina. And, <laughs> and if you go down there, ask Tommy to tell you some stories. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. oh, I can already imagine. Yeah, because the man, I'm telling you, Tommy has a lot of stories about Claude and Kit and all of that. So it's real nice. It's right there next to the ice cream store in Loudon, you know, the, on the Grove, around the fountain and all of that. But Tommy's a great guy. And, and uh, let's see, today's lunch was kraut and wieners and choice of two sides and fried okra, squash, oh. all those, all those mm. things you like to eat, Bob. You're making my mouth water, Ed. <laughs> wow. Well, Tommy, so I'll have to go there. You know, I, and you made me think they really could write a book on that 15, 20 year period when the, we were all on the air of all the things that took place that you probably couldn't talk about then, but especially yeah. Claude though. I mean, what a, oh what a great gosh. story. Goodness yeah. gracious. Wonderful guy. All right, the topic today, are machines going to make doctors obsolete? Um, uh, robots are increasingly doing more surgeries. Now, Ed, I know because your wife's a nurse, you probably have a stronger opinion on this. Are, are you comfortable with machines and what they call artificial intelligence, you know, basically computers handling more and more medical? Well, I talked to the guy the other day. You know, I had my hip. I have a new hip. Yeah. And, and your son, Chad, was, was in the operating room with me. <laughs> he that. was, and, yeah. Yeah. And the, my, my surgeon's name was Dr. Yao. I, mm-hmm. don't, don't take that bad. It's good. But, uh, I mean, it's just been remarkable. Now, he, he actually did the surgery, but I talked with a gentleman uh, when I was over there that had his knee replaced artificially. Whoa, or, I didn't yeah, know that. I mean, they, yeah, didn't, the doctor did not go in, did not touch it, and, and it did it all. And, and they say the recovery time and the chance of anything going wrong is much better when it's done with a robot. Wow. That is just something I, I saw where while I was reading some of this material that you and I um, got from research department that we paid them a lot of money, by the way. Um, But it was talking about that, um, you know, robots are as only as good as they're programmed. So they said, if you look at medical procedures, anything in medicine that we don't do well would be passed on to the machines which is something you got to keep in mind. So if you're trying to make, if you think healthcare stinks uh, now, 
uh, and, and we train some machines to do it, it will be the same in a sense is what they're saying. But things like they said, a machine doing sutures, doing like you said, surgeries that are precise, they'll do them exactly the same every single time. Whereas a doctor may have a bad day, maybe a little tired, maybe getting older, whatever it may be, is not always going to do every surgery exactly the same, right? Yeah, that's right. Also, you know, the, the uh, artificial intelligence will read a um, mammogram better than an than actual person's eyes. You so, know, I uh, saw that. That's interesting. Um, I guess they pick out things that maybe you and I could potentially miss. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, Would I mean, you, you be look... comfortable having a robot do your surgery? Sure. Huh. Sure. Well, I, uh, I am now. I'm going to drive an electric car, have a robot do my surgery, <laughs> and, and, and get a blow-up doll for my wife. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think that is just qualifies the best line in 135 episodes of the Ed and Bob Show. <laughs> Well, talking about uh, robots and, and artificial intelligence uh, uh, replacing medical professionals, or maybe, you know, maybe it's not replacing them. Maybe it's helping them so that they can do more. When I saw where it said that the, they have um, nurse uh, AI or, you know, robots that are, well, SAI computers that are nurses, and they're called Molly, developed by a company called Sense. And the nurses, these virtual nurses, help the other nurses by monitoring and tracking all patients nonstop. Whereas, you know, if you think about it in a hospital, you know, you go by the nurse's station, well, they're right. talking, they're going to grab their lunch, they're doing this, that, and the other. But if Molly, the virtual nurse, is constantly looking on every patient, that's got to be a good thing. It is a good thing. I think mm. it did. keeps everybody on their toes, doesn't it? Well, maybe that too, but I, I, but but here's the other thing that I read about, you know, would would robots and uh, computers take over medicine, is that of all the things that we do here on Earth, medical is more human, maybe than anything, because a doctor or a nurse can look at you and say, you know. Um, you just, from my experience, you don't look uh, right, and we need to do mm -hmm. so. You know, that, that personal touch, you know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. That's right. Absolutely. Uh, so Absolutely. I think that's, that's something that you don't want to lose, but maybe if robots can do surgeries perfect every single time, or they can suture you up perfect every single time, or they monitor you while you're laying in that hospital bed, uh, you know, 24 seven without missing a, a, a beat. Those are good things. So maybe it does free up our medical professionals so that they can do more. And so maybe that saves expenses, you know, cause all we've ever heard of that the health, you know, our, our medical profession, the, the whole health system is going broke. Maybe that helps and well, changes that. Yeah. Well, I think the wait time is, will be a lot less if you use that because, and also a lot of doctors, some doctors spend a lot of time with patients. Some doctors don't spend 10 minutes with you. So yeah. this, I think it would even all of this out and, and it would, uh, it would really help. Um, 
I had a hard time when, when I started getting sick a few years ago because people were telling me I had all these different things. It turns out I didn't. Right. So it, it's it's just um, that's frustrating thing. as hell. Oh, yes, it is. When you're it misdiagnosis, that's the yeah. same. All right, we got to move along, Ed. Let's okay. get uh, into other stuff. Let's see, where are we? Top of the day. Okay, you're going to tell everybody what's coming up, and then I got a sponsor. Okay, we're going to do our mailbox. We got some nice letters today from Charlotte. Ooh, Tuscaloosa. One offense is going to be about football, and also we have our complaints today too. So that's always fun to do, and we'll tell you how you can get in touch with us in a few moments too. But first, Bob has a sponsor. I do, and it's called Ben Lucky. It's a new discount store in Knoxville. It's a crazy kind of thing that I'd never heard of in my life, but you have stores like Amazon, uh, Home Depot. Um, various places like that that when they get returns they don't necessarily put them back on the shelf what they do is they they put sell them in huge lots out to people and ben lucky is one of them people and ben lucky is on middlebrook pike across that big kub station there and what they do is they buy these big lots they never know what they're going to get and they come in and then they've got these bins spread all over the store with every they just put everything in these bins and on Friday, when they open up, everything is $7. I don't care if it's a something you buy at Home Depot for $30. It's a $7 thing. Friday, it's $5. And then on um, Sunday, everything is $3. Then on Monday, everything is $1. And on Tuesday, which they often close early because everything's gone, everything is $0.50. Cents. And then on Wednesday Ooh. and Thursday, they restock, and then on Friday, they open up again. It's called B-I-N Lucky, and it is on Middlebrook Pike there, across that big KUB um, power uh, station there. Check them out on Facebook, and uh, maybe you can get lucky. So, there you go. Bring your pickup truck, too, so you can take a lot of stuff home. <laughs> you know, they've been doing very well. I talked to them the other day, and uh, they've been closing almost uh, every Tuesday early because everything's gone. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Well, that's, that's great. I'm happy for him. Really happy. Let's open up some uh, mail, Ed. Okay, here we go. Let's see. This one is uh, Wilson from Charlotte, North Carolina. I love Charlotte. Oh, oh Bob, this is going to be a question for you. Okay. What is, what's the deepest part of the ocean? Wow. You know, I, I've always thought that the ocean is the most unexplored place in life. And yet we spend billions of dollars trying to go to, you know, Mars and wherever we're trying to go. But yet right here on our own planet, there's places that have not really been explored very well. And I think there's probably animals and or things down there, mammals and stuff that we don't even know what it is. But the deepest part of the ocean is in the Pacific Ocean. It is between Hawaii and the Philippines. And it's called the Mariana Trench. Mm, now, the Mariana Trench is 1,500 miles long, about 43 miles wide, and it, it is almost seven miles deep. Ooh. Now, I don't know if a lot of people look at it and say, well, that's just seven miles. That's not much. Let me, let me give you some comparisons here. Uh, if you took Mount Everest and put it on the bottom of the Mariana Trench, it would still be 7,000 feet below sea level. Okay, <laughs> So it is way down there. Had you ever heard of it, Ed? Oh, yes, I have. Um, there was some, there's been books and movies about it. 
But I tell you one thing that scares me about it is, I mean, you wouldn't be able to live because your your blood vessels would explode. Really? The, yeah, the pressure on your body would be unbelievable. Oh, I guess uh, so. Yeah. All that water, water's so heavy. Yeah, and, and the, the one, one area is called the Challenger Deep. It sits 36,070 feet below sea level. <laughs> oh my God, 36,000 36, feet. <laughs> If you went 36,000 feet up in the air, you'd be running into some big old jets going to Miami or something. Oh, my God. that That's crazy. Here's some more comparisons. Uh, what you just said, 36,000 feet, is that what you said? Yes, I did. <clears throat> Most ocean life lives at a depth of about 660 feet. Mm. I mean... Wrap your brain around that. Uh, nuclear nuclear submarines only go around 850 feet, and um, they say uh, Jack. Uh, no, not Jack. Jack and Rose's a Titanic can be yeah. found at 12,000 feet. But you're talking about only a third down from what how deep this thing is. That's nuts. Well, and one thing I think is that it will never run out of water. Because there's enough water in that trench to keep us going for a while. Now, maybe salt water, but you know. What well, I mean? I, I only uh, how many? They said how many people have have uh, lots of people have climbed, climbed Mount Everest, but only three people have been in the deepest part of this thing. And I was surprised. Were you surprised at this date? 1960. That's a long time ago. It is. A long time. Jacques Picard and Navy Lieutenant Don Wash reached that Challenger depth you talked about in a U.S. Navy submersible. They were only able to spend 20 minutes there and didn't take any pictures. And then James Cameron, that did the Titanic, went down there by himself in a submarine he designed, spent three hours, and took some pictures. I've not seen those pictures. Have you? No, I haven't. So I know that's a long-winded answer, but that's, that's uh, the deepest part of the oceans. I'll bet there's some strange animals or marine life on there, too. I guarantee you. I mean, I guarantee uh, you. So, uh, what else you got? Zane from Tuscaloosa. Woo! Roll Tide, right? <laughs> yeah, which is more valuable, diamonds or gold? Well, to women, well, both of them. <laughs> well, they, sh they should be equal, shouldn't they? Well, I would think so. <laughs> you know, have you ever thought about this? Which one would you rather have, diamond or diamonds or gold? I think I'd rather have diamonds. Uh, probably. Uh, I think diamonds are, are more rare than gold. And also, diamonds are, are easier to care for than gold and uh, harder to steal, maybe. But I don't know. I think diamonds, it just has that ring to it, you know, if it's a well, real yeah, diamond. Diamonds are the third most expensive material on Earth, where gold is on the uh, 15th. Wow. See? There you go. So, um, you know, I, you? I, 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 I still feel like, Ed, though, that diamonds uh, being valuable is a somewhat of a marketing ploy. Yeah, it probably is. You know, because who is it? De Beers? Yeah, De Beers. Uh, yeah. I mean, they own it. They own yeah. diamonds. They're, no they, question. They, they, they say how many can be sold and where they can be sold each year. It's, it's kind of like the, uh, the oil cartel or something they it's it's a very limited they probably wouldn't be so valuable if it wasn't for De Beers because everybody have more diamonds than they need 
Well, um, and the other thing I was thinking about is that, you know, when you're watching the stock market, I know you're big into finances and stuff, and you, you'll see the, the price of gold every day is posted. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You don't see the price of diamonds. The no. price of one carat diamond went down today, and the economy <laughs> is going to hell. I mean, so, but, but you do have that on gold. Yeah. So I, I, I guess what I'm trying to say is gold seems to be more of a part of our uh, people's investment strategy maybe than diamonds. But I, I think diamonds in the long run always go up in value, don't they? Oh, yeah. yeah I think so. Now, Bob, let me ask you a question. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So if, if you were going to buy a diamond for yeah. your wife, yeah. And and you would you go out and look for the cut, the clarity, the color, and the carrot, and all of that, or would you just look for something that, that's going to make her go, wow? You know oh, that is so. a that's a great question, and um, I, because here's the thing, you can get a great big diamond rock that does not mm -hmm. have clarity and all those things that are important, or you can have one when when a diamond guy looks at it goes, whoa, this is really a great cut, clear diamond, mm -hmm. blah blah blah. Mm -hmm. So to answer your question, because I did buy my wife a diamond, uh, and it is of great clarity and so forth and stuff like that, but it's not as big as I could have gotten if I had settled for less clarity and all that stuff. Clarity, so I'm, I'm the guy that goes for quality, not mm -hmm. the, the size kind of thing. Yeah. So would you, would you buy gold or diamonds as an investment? I'm actually contemplating uh, buying gold, but now I, I can't. I, I don't think about buying diamonds as an investment. Do you? Do you see that well, as an investment? No, it's way over my head. I would. I would have to uh, find somebody who knows exactly. You know, has one of those little spec eye glasses because I. I wouldn't know what I was looking at. Do really. you own? Do you own gold? No. No. You know, I, I, I know somebody, and I won't tell you who it is. It's somebody everybody knows in Knoxville. <clears throat> they have bought, I know that for a fact, they bought a lot of gold. Uh, and a lot of gold, I'm talking about maybe eighty, ninety thousand dollars $90,000 worth of gold, mm -hmm. which I don't know how much that is or what it looks like. And they buried it in their backyard. Huh? Wow. Is that crazy or... Yeah, tell me. Is that crazy as a dig. fox? <laughs> I'm not telling you, buddy. Oh. All right, we, we got to move along, Ed. This is the Ed and Bob Show. I'm Bobby's Ed, and um, Ed is going to have a complaint because, you know, Ed and I are pretty good complainers. We can find a lot of stuff to, to moan and groan about, and we're going to let Ed get started. What are you going to complain about? A lot of people piss me off. That's no doubt about it. Hey, man. And I'm complaining about the Knoxville firefighters' phone sales. What? I'm telling you, these guys bug me to death. And they, and they know your first name. They say, Ed, this is so-and-so, Knoxville firefighters, and it's nice to talk with you. And they want you to make a donation. And in turn, they will send you some tickets to something, or mm -hmm. they'll, they'll do, send you something. It's normally tickets to some Cabela Circus or something. And it, it just it's just... It's nothing but a fundraiser, and I cannot imagine why the Knoxville Fire Department, the, they need a fundraiser. It just, I don't understand that. I've never gotten that call. I do get the police department, but it's always somebody from another place saying, do you support the police? And you're like, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm sorry. Yeah. And, uh, 
well, we want you to send us $200, but I have a feeling nobody's going to see that that needs emergency help or something. I, I don't know what that's for. No, and they'll, they'll hurt. I mean, they're nice guys on the phone and they'll talk you to death. Are and they I'm local? Actually, Do you know if they're local for sure? Well, I've actually contributed. I thought, well, sometimes you know, I think they they hire out-of-town people to do those it things. It is. It is. It, they've hired a company to do this for them. But but my question is, why would they need this? I don't understand who benefits from this. Do they take this money and divide it between the firefighters? Who who gets this money besides the, the well, people? Well, I think, the- I think, first of all, if, if it's a hired company, they probably take about 80% cut, but I could be wrong. I mean, a lot of those things take a huge cut and then pass along a little bit to to whatever. I I think uh, I don't I mean, I don't know anything about it, but I don't know where it goes. But that's such a great question. If somebody would actually investigate it and find out. Yeah, I think the Knoxville, you know, the Knoxville um, political people need to look into this because I mean, for years now, I'm getting these phone calls about this and no one seems to know anything about it. So anyway, that's my complaint. I don't want them to call anymore. Okay, I got a complaint for you, Ed. Okay. Okay, uh, it's the uh, and it's the old complaint that you always hear. I, I can't. Um, our young kids today, you know, they're all looking down at their phones. You see them. You have your grandkids around, and hey, Grandpa, you done? And then they look down at their phone, and they just stare at their phone, and that's all they're staring at. And you ask them a question, huh? Yeah, but there's and they and they're on the phone, they're on this social media stuff and they're following these people as they're and they and they just admire these people. They think they're so cool and this, that and the other. It turns out to be people that Ed personally, I I wouldn't I wouldn't give them the time of day. And my point is our children or our gener our younger generations, in my opinion, celebrate their their uh, uh, heroes, I guess, um, that are people that are just terrible role models. I mean, uh, you know, an astronaut, a, a doctor, a, a scientist, um, somebody that's doing something great for America, not somebody can throw a, a, ba- a ball in a, bas- a basket, a hoop, or, or somebody that uh, see how few clothes they can wear that makes them great. I mean, I, I just, I'm disappointed and I don't like it. And I wish somehow we would celebrate people and uh, the heroes of our kids would be people that are actually worth celebrating, not these idiots I see. Uh, and I tell you what, and I'm watching it, not watching the NBA because I don't watch it, but I see stuff and the NBA, they got all these arguments going on back and forth, but it's people and, and they, they're not talking about quality stuff. They're just attacking each other. And I just, I know I'm long-winded, but you know what I'm talking about? I know what you're talking about. I think we've all been concerned about that. So it's... uh, How's it ever change? I don't know. All right, Ed, tell everybody how they can watch this thing or listen to it. I don't think you can watch it, All right, here's what you do now. The Ed and Bob Show. (laughs) The Ed and Bob Show is available at edandbob.com. Or you can download the Apple Podcast app or the TuneIn app, search Ed and Bob, and be sure to subscribe on Alexa in your Alexa skill settings, enable TuneIn, and then tell Alexa to go to TuneIn. She'll ask you, what do you want to hear? And you say exactly this, Ed and Bob Show.
Wow, that's just that easy. Yep. You want to comment? We got that place there in the comment section on edandbob.com. But we, you can email us at edandbob at yahoo.com. Follow us on Twitter, edandbobnox, K-N-O-X, at Ed Brantley, because Ed got his own name. Yeah, Bob right. couldn't. Mine's at Bob Thomas, K-N-O-X. Hey, we're on Facebook. Just look us up, facebook.com slash Ed and Bob. All right. So, corrections, anything you want to apologize for, Ed? Well, I, I want to say hi to Butch Hoffberg. He's, oh, uh, bless his heart. I heard a joke that he, he sent out this week, and it's okay. funny. You want me to do it? Yeah, I do. I love oh, jokes. Okay. Let's laugh. All right. All right. So this, this, uh, this guy says, you know, I think my wife is hard of hearing, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find out. So he, he says, um, he gets about 20 feet away from her, and he says, honey, what's for supper? No reply. And he gets about 10 feet away from her, and he says, honey, what's for supper? No reply. Finally, he gets close to five feet from her and says, honey, what's for supper? And she says, Bob, I've answered you three times. Meatloaf. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god oh, yeah you just wrote my name into that that's true oh that's so funny oh that's hilarious god i love i, I love butch what's so i heard a joke the other day i'm sure i'm gonna screw this up um uh, but it's uh, uh he said uh, these guys are in a bar and a grasshopper comes in and the bartender looks around at him and says, hey, we got a drink named after you. And the grasshopper says, you got a drink named Ernie? <laughs> I don't know. We're, we're going downhill fast. <laughs> All right. We got to tell everybody what our next show is, Ed, will you? Oh, next show. Let's see. The next show we're going to talk about. Uh, what are we going to talk about? Well, we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about somebody's got great customer service, and also we're going to talk about the Smoky Mountains and how many bars are up there in those Smoky Mountains. There's bars in them woods, Ed. That's, that's right. <laughs> All right, uh, Ed. Great to see you. I look forward to the next show. Have yourself a wonderful day. And anything else? Nope, that's it. All right, here's Dino. How lucky can one guy be? I kissed her and she kissed me Like the fella once said Ain't that a kick in the head The room was completely black I hugged her and she hugged back Like the sailor said, folk Ain't that a hole in the boat My head keeps spinning I go to sleep and keep Shining up to spread It's just like the fella said